Hey, hey, spicy ladies, welcome to this week's episode. I was just thinking about this week's episode and just the things that have been happening in my life lately and in the lives of women around me. And as I think about this episode, you're going to leave this episode feeling very at peace and also um, feeling very encouraged and inspired. I hope, I hope those are the things that you feel. And I also hope that you leave this episode patting yourself on the back because that's a lot of what I'm going to be talking about today. And it's a lot of what I noticed just as a female entrepreneur in in my own life and in the life around me and other women or in the lives around me with other women is this inability to one, I think notice opportunity or be willing to see opportunity. And then two, the idea of taking advantage of opportunities that are given to us or presented to us. And at some points in our lives, there's multiple opportunities presented to us that we have to kind of pick and choose between. And then lastly, celebrating choosing the opportunity and receiving the rewards from that. And so it's really going to be, you know, an episode focused on taking advantage of things that are given to us and then allowing ourselves to be rewarded for our faith, allowing ourselves to be rewarded and um, celebrated for accomplishing our dreams and accomplishing our goals and accomplishing the things that we said we were going to do. You know, a few episodes back, I talk about when you make a promise to yourself, you know, we keep promises to ourselves. Any promise that I make to myself, I'm going to keep because I promised it to myself. And like I talked about last week, you are your number one priority, because if you are not taking care of yourself first and foremost, you cannot take care of others to the best of your ability. And so it's this idea of like, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, here's the thing. If you don't love yourself first, you can't love your neighbor. And I think a lot of times what I have seen in, in successful women and women who are accomplishing their goals and running after their dreams is we almost get into this headspace of, just goal chasing or accomplishment chasing or success chasing. And it's like, we don't, we, we have in our minds, this idea of, I will be happy when I have arrived, but we never, you never arrive in the life that we lead. And the course that God has given us, you don't ever arrive anywhere. You keep growing and you keep moving and you keep running your race, let's say, but along the way, you have to celebrate yourself. And so I, and I did speak about this. If you haven't listened to the marathon and business episode, that's a really good episode on this. Um, and I hint at the discipline of celebrating yourself in that episode, but I like to think of business as a, as a series of marathons rather than just one single race. I actually like to think about God giving us different races Um, in our life. And, and along those races, we hit better PRs or personal records along the way. And the reason I like to think of it that way. And the reason I love the metaphor is because if you have ever been to a marathon before, or you yourself have run a marathon, you know, you get pretty fat medals when you run a 26.2 miles, like the medals are huge and they're thick and they're always, you know, custom made to whatever the race is. Like I think about, um, Nashville has one like the Music City Marathon and their one year their medals were like in the shape of guitars and they were these really thick, nice, beautiful medals for these runners who had accomplished a big goal. And the same is true in business and even in life. Let's just say, you know, let's take business out of it. Let's just say in life when we're going after and we're accomplishing our goals and our dreams, you know, we have to take time to celebrate each one of those uniquely. Think about one of my close friends and her baby is about to be nine months old and it, it was one of her goals 
goals and dreams in life to be a mother. And here she is being a mom and she should celebrate herself for that. And the same goes for you in the goals that you accomplish as you are going along the way and winning at your goals, you have to celebrate those. But in order to ever get to a place where you're celebrating a goal, you have to be in a headspace where you're setting goals and you're looking for opportunity. And that's the first part of our episode today is opening your eyes to the world of opportunities that are available to you. So last week, you know, I got pretty personal and shared with you about taking on a new job and the reason why I took the new job and different things that are happening and the energy that's shifting because of the environment and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, go ahead and listen to it after you listen to this. And and a lot of things that I reference will make a lot more sense. Um, But it just so talks about the power and environment. But here's the thing is I prayed for God to bring new opportunity. And because I was praying for it, and I don't mean like I just prayed for it once and then I walked away. I prayed for it specifically every single day. At least I would say if I didn't pray for it every single day, I probably prayed for it three to four times a week because I wanted to keep my eyes on the prize that I was looking for. I wanted to keep my eyes on what I was praying to God for. I wanted to attract and be able to see what I was asking for. And I kept my mind on this idea of opportunity back in, I would, I believe it was October um, of 2021. I was, you know, feeling this stir in my soul. And I know that sounds so like woo woo, but I just was feeling a little bit uneasy where I was at in my workplace, almost this feeling of, I don't know that I'm supposed to be here anymore. Not necessarily because anything happened more. So just realizing, Oh, I think I'm starting to outgrow where I am. And it's time for me to take on the next challenge that God has for me. That's the headspace that I was in. So I specifically started for praying for opportunity and looking for it because here's the thing for an opportunity is everywhere. We serve an abundant God. And if you're not a believer, you can look around and see that we live in an abundant universe. There is opportunity all around us, but you have to be looking for it. You are not going to attract something to you that you are not looking for. It's, it physically is it's impossible. The first time I ever thought about this idea of like attraction and manifesting and all, and what that looked like, you know, especially as a believer, I, you know, I know a lot of times believers have a hard time reconciling manifestation to faith. And I'm going to get into that, but this analogy I heard, and I really loved it. And it said that if you, you know, walk into, let's say you walk into a random grocery store and you go grocery shopping about 20 minutes later, you walk out and your friend asks you, Hey, how many people did you see wearing red shirts? And you answer, Oh, and you don't know, you don't have an idea. You're like, I don't know, maybe I'm 10, maybe, but I have no idea. Well, let's say that you are going to the, you're going to Kroger. And before you get out of the car, your friend says, Hey, I want you to count every single red shirt that you see in the store. And you walk through the store, 20 minute shopping trip, you come back out and she asks you, Hey, how many red shirts did you see? I saw 25 people wearing red shirts. The reason that you were able to do it the second time is because you were looking for it. So this specific piece I'm saying for my Christ follower, fellow Christ followers, because I was also in a place in my life where I had to reconcile manifestation with faith and manifestation with God. And it's not this idea that you just bring everything to yourself. It's not this idea that you're doing it on your own. It is the idea that you steer where you stare. You naturally move towards what you are looking for. So you're not a believer and you're looking for, and and you feel uneasy in your life and you feel like maybe it's time for you to do something else or take the next step. You have to start looking for it. You have to one, ask for it. 
to keep asking for it, continue to stay focused on it. And three, go look for it, be open to it, be a sponge to the world that is, that is being given to you. Because here's the thing. And I know this might sound a little bit woo woo, but the world is what you make it. So if you are walking in the world and you believe that the world is against you, or there's nothing else that you can do, or you'll just never, you're never going to arrive at your goals, or you'll never have that dream life, or you'll never get out of debt, or you'll never, you'll never, you'll never, you'll never. Like if you are constantly in that mindset, let me tell you something, sis, you're right. You will never, you will never accomplish the dreams that you thought that you were going to accomplish. You'll never reach those goals. You'll always have the world working against you, but If you flip your focus, if you change your lens and decide the world is a great place, I serve an abundant God. I live in an abundant universe. Opportunity is always coming to me. Abundance is always flowing to me. Positivity is always in my life. Those are the things that will happen in your life. You attract what you think about. You steer where you stare. I cannot say this enough because I honestly believe, and it really does get me, um, it really does upset me because I, I honestly believe that there are fellow Christ followers that are missing a huge piece of faith, a huge piece of the relationship that God wants to have for you. And a huge piece of the opportunities that are available to you because you feel like manifestation is something of the devil or not real or toxic or unfaithful or whatever way that you want to put it. But let me tell you something, sis. If you in your heart believe that you serve a faithful God and you walk out into the world, knowing that God is a faithful God and always going to give you the best that he can for you and wants to give you the best of himself, you will receive the best because that's what you're looking for. And I was reading my devotion this morning. It's a devotion by Lisa Turquoise and it's called Embraced. And I was reading it this morning and I promise I'm not going to turn this into a whole sermon. It was just such a good it was such a good devotion. We all deal with this, um, this issue of analysis paralysis of not wanting to make the wrong decision. And I know, um, you know, we think like, Oh, what if it doesn't work out or what if we fail? And really at the core of us, that's where we are. This is what Lisa is talking about is like, it's really not the decision that scares us. It's the fear of failure that comes from the decision that scares us. And this idea that we might fail, but here's the thing, you're never going to succeed if you don't ever take a step forward. And so, you know, you think back to this idea of looking for opportunities. Okay. You're looking, you're looking, you're focusing. If they're coming to you, then you have to take advantage so the first part is, is asking for it, looking for it. And then the second part is walking in faith, taking a step across the threshold, taking advantage of the opportunities that the universe is giving to you. You are not going to receive the reward if you don't do any of the work. Faith without works is dead. And it doesn't make any sense for you to say you want all these things in your life, but you're not willing to do the work for it. You're not willing to trudge through the yuckiness of doing the hard work and grinding through and doing what needs to be done in the midst of rest and play. Absolutely. But it's very unfair of you to ask for all these things and not be willing to put in the work to get them. So the first part is looking for the opportunity, asking for it, um, seeking it, focusing on it until it comes. And then the second part is taking advantage 
and knowing that either way you're going to be fine. You know, I have a really close friend. Um, I've talked about her before, but she and I both have dealt with anxiety and we still do like we're human beings. <clears throat> and one of the best pieces of advice that I ever heard regarding anxiety is um, whenever you are going down a rabbit hole of whatever it is, or you are anxious about a situation that's happening, you're anxious about what could happen. One of the best pieces of advice that I ever heard was um, let yourself go there. Let yourself go to the furthest possible point. What's, what is the worst that can happen? Play it out. That's what she said, play it out. And this actually, I believe did come from my business coach. She said, when you're feeling anxious and you're worried about a certain situation, play it out in your head. Because then you can play it out in your head and realize, oh, I'm going to be just fine. And it might be really hard and it might hurt a little bit. And I might have a little bit of heartache, but I'm going to be fine regardless. And what happens is you play it out and then the anxiety just leaves you. And so sometimes, you know, we receive these opportunities and sometimes because we serve an abundant God, we, we are, we are served multiple opportunities and we have to choose which one we're going to decide on. And let me tell you something, sister, sometimes you get multiple opportunities and there isn't a best. They're all the same. You just have to pick one. You come to a fork in the road and you could go right or you could go left. Neither one is better. You just need to make a decision. Because here's what I want to tell you, just like I talked about last week, the grass is greenest where you water it. So if you have put yourself in a healthy environment and God has given you a beautiful opportunity that he knows that you can tend to, that you can take care of, you just need to pick one and water the soil or water the grass but we get so caught up in our head and we, we get ourselves stuck at this fork in the road and put ourselves in analysis paralysis because we're worried that we're going to pick the wrong decision. But in reality, there isn't a wrong decision. There's just a decision that is what you make of it. And then once you take advantage, you get to the best part and you get rewarded. You receive the opportunity that's given to you. You work your ass off. You do what needs to be done. And then you receive a reward and you celebrate. And friend, oh my word, friend, you have got to discipline yourself to celebrate yourself. Because we live in a society, and I've talked about this before, we live in a society that thrives and puts a badge of honor on busyness and just hitting this goal and onto the next and hitting this goal and onto the next and hitting this goal and onto the next. We do not live in a society that encourages rewarding yourself or celebrating yourself or patting yourself on the back or talking about yourself positively. I have two friends from college that are now married. They actually live in Kansas city and they are precious. And the, they are both actually entrepreneurs. The dad owns his own business, which is really dope. And so does the mom and their therapist, I believe told them to start talking positively about themselves and start saying, I'm proud of myself when you accomplish little things around the house. And it would actually help their own daughter with her self-confidence and with her identity. So the other day, she actually, this happened yesterday. I saw she posted a reel of her daughter and she's packing, she's cleaning up her toys and she's packing her little backpack. And she says, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. And I will link the reel below. And I highly, highly, highly encourage you to watch it, it is so precious, but it's such that it's just this powerful message of patting yourself on the back. One, it's a powerful message because what was happening is the mom and dad in the house would accomplish little things. Her name's Amber. And when Amber would finish washing the dishes, she would say, I'm proud of myself. 
or when she would finish, you know, cooking dinner or whatever it is that she was doing, she would say, I'm proud of myself. And her daughter caught on to that. And so when her daughter did her little thing, she would say, I'm proud of myself. And so for you, when you accomplish little things, you have to start saying, I'm proud of myself. But what's really interesting about this is it was all her environment that taught her that. Are you surrounding yourself with people who pat themselves on the back? Are you surrounded? Are you surrounding yourself with people who celebrate themselves and others? I'm in a Facebook group with, um, with a massive leg, with a massive leg in um, my company. And it's literally the page itself is literally just about celebrating ourselves and others. That's what the page is for, for us to shout out people doing incredible things and for us to praise others for doing incredible things, for us to receive shout outs and for us to give shout outs. It's incredible. It's a beautiful, it's a culture of celebration. And for you, sis, you have to start creating this culture of celebration in your life. Or like I was thinking about this morning, you know, you're walking into a season of rewarded faith. So you go back to the very beginning, you're asking for opportunity, you're praying for opportunity, you're asking for God to open doors, you're, you're looking for it because you know where you stare, you steer, and then opportunity comes your way. And then you walk faithfully into it and you conquer it because you are a conqueror. And then you celebrate yourself, you receive the reward for your faith. Here's what's going to happen if you do not celebrate yourself. You are going to inevitably, inevitably grow resentful and bitter toward your goals and yourself and your business and your marriage in, in life. If you just grind after your goals and hustle after your goals full speed ahead and you never stop to celebrate yourself, you are going to burn out. Because here's my question, who the hell wants to do that? Who wants to work 24 seven and never receive a pat on the back? That is miserable. That sounds like pure misery. What the hell is the point of all the work? If I'm not going to receive a reward, that doesn't even make any sense. This is why it's so frustrating. And it's so heartbreaking to watch women do this, to watch them accomplish these huge goals and never take time to pat themselves on the back or rest or play. What was the point? What is the point of all the work that you're doing if you're not going to reap the benefits of it? If you're not going to take advantage of it? The point of the opportunity is for you to be lavished, for you to grow and learn and become a new woman, a new, better woman, and to be lavished with rewarded faith. I think sometimes we believe that we serve a God of lack or we live in a universe of lack. We don't. We are not meant to go through life miserable. We're not meant to go through life just working and working and working and working and never being rewarded. That is a lie. Oh my God, that is a scheme of the enemy if I've ever heard of one. And women every single day are falling prey to it. And if you find yourself in burnout or you're gassed or you are resentful or you're bitter, ask yourself one question. When is the last time that I celebrated myself? When's the last time I spoiled myself? When's the last time I looked myself in the mirror and said, good job, well done. If you don't take time to celebrate, you're not going to receive more opportunities. Because you're also just going to become ungrateful. 
And if you live in a state of ungratefulness, no, you're not going to receive more. So how it works. And I, I know like right now my tone sounds really frustrated and it, it definitely is frustration, but deeper than frustration, it's, it is grief. It's, it's sadness. Because I can see sisters around me living in this space. And a woman not willing to celebrate herself as a woman who doesn't truly genuinely love herself. And that is grief. That is sadness. But listen, honey, listen, sis, when you love something, you take care of it. And sometimes you you have to work it backwards. You have to start taking care of something to love it even more. And I think about like, this is such a simple analogy, but I think about my puppy, Layla. Like when I got her, oh, of course I loved her. Like she was just this little cute eight week old puppy. She was so sweet. I liked her. I was meeting her. The more I took care of her, the more I spent time with her, the more I loved on her and, and, and fed her and made sure she was nourished and taken care of. And I played with her, the more I loved her. I'm in love with my dog. I'm obsessed with her. It's disgusting, but I took care of her and the love just naturally came. So if you're finding yourself in this space where you're like, damn, Julia, I don't know. I don't remember the last time I celebrated myself. I am struggling with loving myself. I want you to work backwards. Because women who love themselves take care of themselves and celebrate themselves. So just work it backwards. Start taking care of yourself. Start loving yourself. Start rewarding yourself. Start patting yourself on the back. Look in the mirror every morning. Give yourself a high five. A great resource for you is a book by Mel Robbins. It's called The High Five Habit. And it's essentially this theory that if you wake up in the morning and you look yourself in the mirror and you give yourself a high five, what it does for you. So if you're finding yourself in that space, just reverse the order. Work it backwards. Go get yourself a massage, go spoil yourself, order that bag you've been looking at. Sometimes we have to work it backwards, even if we don't want to. And even if our thoughts are telling us that we don't deserve it, sometimes we have to take the action first and then the identity starts to come. And I'm actually reading about this in Atomic Habits. It's called the feedback loop. And so you can work it both ways. So if you're struggling, loving yourself, think about, okay, well, what does a woman who loves herself do? She takes care of herself. She pats herself on the back. She, she spoils herself every now and again. She talks to herself kindly out loud and in her head. She socializes with her friends. She celebrates others. Sometimes the best thing that we can do in order for us to love ourselves even better is to just go celebrate others. Stop being so damn judgmental on other people. And you'll notice that you're not so judgmental on yourself because we're all created in the same image. I love you, friend. You're powerful and you're worthy and you deserve to be loved specifically by yourself. If who created you loves you more than you can even fathom, yeah, honey, you, you need to be loving yourself. And if you find yourself in a space where you just don't love yourself very much right now, one, I want you to know that we have all been there. We've all been there because we're all human. Yes, I have been there. Please don't hear this episode as me having it all figured out or I've never been there. The only reason I'm even able to have this conversation is because I have been there. I have been in a space where it's been difficult for me to love myself, but I had to surround myself with people who loved me. And then I had to do the things that those people were doing for themselves. I had to do the things that women who love themselves do. 
I'd start taking care of myself and spending time with myself. Oh my goodness, friend. If you would spend time with yourself, friend, you could see and recognize and discover just how fucking incredible you are. If you would spend time with yourself. Because again, you were created by abundant, by an abundant, incredible, amazing creator. And just know that you are so loved. And I know sometimes when we're not loving ourselves very much, it's very hard for us to see how others love us or how others could love us, which is such a brutal thought, but I get it. I've totally been there. Just know that you are deeply loved, even if you don't see it, even if people don't tell you, but I hope that you surround yourself with people that tell you, just know that you are. And maybe that's where you need to start. You need to just start writing down in the mornings. I am deeply loved. And because I am deeply loved, I'm going to spend time with myself. And because I spend time with myself, I discover how amazing I am. And because I discover how amazing I am, I love myself. Just start there. And because I'm deeply loved, I'm going to do what people who are deeply loved do. They take care of themselves. They reward themselves. They pat themselves on the back. They speak about themselves in power. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Let me tell you, friend, opportunity is out there waiting for you. But you have to go out and look for it. You steer where you stare. If you ask and look and seek opportunity, you will find it. And then if you do the hard work to take advantage of it, you will receive a rewarded faith and then you will celebrate yourself because you deserve to be celebrated. Listen, if you love this week's episode, please do me the favor of sharing it on your social media, leave a comment, leave a rating, and I'll see you on next week's episode.